0: Hi, I'm Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about the new approach to DDoS protection. It's my privilege to be speaking with Ramakant Pandrangi, he's Vice President of Technology with VeriSign. Ramakant, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks, Tom. I'm glad to be here. I want to talk with you a bit about the DDoS attack trends that you're seeing and from a couple of different angles. First, what can you tell me about the size of the attacks and the diversity of the adversaries that you're seeing in the marketplace?
1: So, Tom, we've been seeing an increase in both attack size and the complexity of attacks over the last few years. For example, in the third quarter, we saw that attacks in the 10-gig range and above grew by 38% from the previous quarter and now represent more than 20% of all attacks in the third quarter. So what this really means is that large volumetric DDoS attacks are becoming more common. And as that happens... On-premise solutions, you know, will not be able to handle these types of attacks, and you need to have some cloud-based protection to be able to mitigate these attacks successfully. The other thing that we're seeing is that we're seeing a a rise in the number of attacks per customer. It's
0: averaging approximately 3.3 separate attempts per target. How does that impact the potential attack footprint within an organization? What we're looking at is
1: there, there are two major trends here. The first trend is that, you know, the, the size and the complexity of tax is going up, right? And then the second is the way people deliver software is changing fundamentally. And those architectures are changing fundamentally to, su- to support more agility. So we've seen people migrating from traditional data centers to be towards more, more virtualization. We see virtualization, you know, increasing within the traditional data center, and we see organizations beginning to use public clouds Significantly, I think there's a number, um, you know, that that talks about one third of all computing being in 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 some sort of a cloud, whether private or public, uh, you know, cloud is where the workload is occurring today. That's a pretty pretty big shift. But what that does is it, it increases the attack surface area and makes it harder to be able to detect and mitigate attacks successfully because you have more environments to protect, and you need tools that can go across these environments and get the right signals. In terms of complexity of attacks, we've noticed people used to use, you know, for example, NTP-based attacks were very common and still are. as It's a reflection-based attack, uh, you know, based on user data grant protocol, which is UDP. In Q3, we, we began to see people use another kind of reflection attack using SSDP, or Simple Service Discovery Protocol. So attackers are evolving and adjusting their tactics.
0: Well, that segues into my next question because we started this conversation talking about the new approach to DDoS protection. Tell us what's wrong with the traditional approach, given everything you've talked about in terms of trends. Right. So when I talked about when you have multiple environments and you have multiple
1: tools, you get lots of signals. And and it really is how do you eliminate the noise to get the true signal? And that's extremely hard because each of these tools – like for example, firewalls, intrusion prevention systems, or you know intrusion detection systems—they're all reporting and, and detecting threats, but they do not communicate with each other. So we've seen customers who have these tools and they have a cloud-based service, but there's no interoperability or communication between these different devices or different solutions. We believe that in order to have you know faster and more effective migration, we need a shift and an open platform where devices and services from different vendors can share an actor information in concert. So what we're talking about here is a hybrid approach where you have local on-premise devices that can detect the attack quickly and mitigate the attack immediately first. However, if the size of the attack gets beyond a certain point, they need to be able to signal a cloud-based service and be able to switch over protection, you know, as the network gets swamped or other devices
0: in, in the network pass, start to see resource exhaustion. Ramakhan, you blogged about the concept of open DDoS protection. Could you explain that to me and then talk also about your own new VeriSign open hybrid solution, please?
1: You know, like in the previous question, I was describing the shift that we were talking about, the shift that's needed. And with the VeriSign open hybrid solution, what we want to enable is an architecture and a framework to, to enable that shift. The first part of it is to create open standards for communication between on-premise DDoS mitigation or other points of signals you know, that are available with the cloud-based DDoS detection services. So this standards-based approach, we believe, will allow business to have a wide range of options without the limitations of having vendor lock-in. We worked with Juniper Networks to release a draft that we have now submitted to the IETF to create these open specifications. I talked earlier about being that customers have a wide range of devices. So for the second part, we want to deliver what we're calling connectors that allow for signals to be obtained from these widely used devices that can communicate back with our cloud-based service. So that's the second part. And then finally, for the third part, if you're in public cloud environments, we want to deliver connectors that can obtain the right signal from these public cloud environments, such as Amazon Web Services, and still be able to notify a cloud-based DDoS protection service when the application is under attack and needs DDoS mitigation.
0: So really what you've done is outline the future of DDoS protection. Tell me how your customers are now warding off DDoS attacks, benefiting from your knowledge and your solutions in the area.
1: The way our DDoS protection or the VeriSign DDoS protection service works is that we continuously monitor our customers' network traffic or we look for other signals, and, and that alerts us to an attack. Once we determine that the, that the customer application is under attack, we redirect it to our network where it's inspected and filtered so that we can send the good traffic and, and ensure that legitimate users get through while stopping the, the bad traffic. The other part to our service is that we believe threat intelligence is very important. Threat intelligence provides context, and we use VeriSign's iDefense service to provide that threat intelligence that lets us build filters for attack types ahead of time. This allows our customers to rely on our service instead of having to over-provision their infrastructure or having to continuously scale their infrastructure as the, the the size and the complexity of threats goes up. With the open hybrid initiative, we are now enabling our customers to be able to take other signals that they may already have within their premise. It could be a homegrown monitoring service or other devices such as firewalls, and we could now be able to monitor them beyond just the net flow information that they had, they can use that to be able to signal our service when those resources are under stress.
0: So, Ramakant, given the size and complexity of the attacks, what advice do you offer your customers who want to improve DDoS protection? In other words, where should they start to assess and then meet their needs?
1: I think it's very important for customers to look at their network and architecture holistically. As DDoS threats continue to evolve, companies need to evaluate solutions that allow them to get to the goal of faster and more effective DDoS mitigation. And this could mean that, you know, they look at local defenses, which is going back to the topic of hybrid defense, if that warrants it, where they could have local defenses to mitigate and detect, and yet have a cloud-based service that can also provide them the ability to, to switch over as their tax size grows big. The other thing they need to think about is obtaining threat intelligence and to be able to prepare for, you know, these multi-vector adaptive attacks that we are seeing. Finally, they they really need to not forget about DNS. Securing DNS and making sure that the DNS layer is protected from DDoS is is very important because if you secure your application from DDoS attacks and do not secure your DNS layer from DDoS attacks, let's... At the end, end users may not be able to reach the application because DNS is down. So what we advise customers to look at is look at your architecture holistically. You know, this is about risk mitigation and about planning and preparing to be able to detect and mitigate attacks.
0: Well, Ramakant, it's a timely topic, and that's great insight. I appreciate your time and your thoughts today. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot, Tom. The topic has been the new approach to DDoS protection. I've been speaking with Ramakant Pandrangi. Vice President of Technology with VeriSign. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.